You are Locked On Hornets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. In a minute, cuz, we live. We live. It's Locked On Hornets. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. Local experts on the number one daily sports podcast network. Thanks for making Locked On Hornets your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. You can subscribe anywhere you get your podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Locked On Hornets, at Walker Mail, and at Nod of the Scribe. We got our first taste of NBA action last night. Warriors, Lakers. Warriors defeat the Lakers and the Bucks defeat the Nets. They did that beforehand, but we get our first local taste of professional basketball as the Charlotte Hornets play the Indiana Pacers to debut the season. Nada, are you finally ready for some Charlotte Hornets basketball to become upon us? I'm ready. I I didn't think I was going to be ready, but here I am ready to go, fired up and everything. So you know what? Let's do this, Walker. Okay, let's do it. And let's get ready for that playoff contention, baby. That's what Mitch Kupchak (laughs) is telling you. It's what all the players are telling you. It's what Julian Council, Locked On Panthers host, is telling you. It's what Jonathan Jones is telling you. It's what I'm telling you. Playoff contention. It is here, and I am excited for it. Um, We'll get to that in the second segment. We'll get to the game later on as well. I did want to open up with something on a more serious note before we get to all of that. And it's something that the Charlotte Hornets consistently do extremely well. We have praised the media team over there with Charlotte for the past however many years we've been doing this podcast together, even when we've hopped on here and there with Doug or David. It's been a phenomenal feature of what that franchise can bring. And here's just another example of that. So yesterday, we all got the notice in the email. The Hornets announced plans to honor Rick Bennell. And I'm just going to go down the list of some of the things you're going to be doing because it's quite a lot and it is awesome. The Charlotte Hornets announced yesterday their plans to honor the legacy and the impact made on the organization, its fans in the city of Charlotte by former Charlotte Observer Hornets beat writer Rick Bennell. And for those that maybe don't know the kind of history, exactly how long he was with the team, They describe him as an award-winning sports writer for more than 33 years at The Observer, whose Mm -hmm. coverage of the Hornets spanned from the franchise inaugural season from 88 to 89 through just last year. Of course, Rick Bennell, he died on June 1st earlier this year, and it's still pretty hard to swallow. In an effort to recognize Bennell's commitment to journalism, here's what they've done. The Hornets Foundation, who's also done fantastic work, just that little subset of what the organization can bring, they've created the Rick Bennell Memorial Scholarship that will award award $10,000 annually to a journalism student enrolled at a North Carolina college or university. So not only are they going to give a $10,000 annual scholarship to a journalism student in the state of North Carolina, starting this year as well, the Rick Bennell Award will be given annually to a Hornets player that best represents himself and the franchise with professionalism and cooperation with regards to his interactions with the media. They're not done. They have an uh, annual scholarship. They have a Rick Bennell Award, and they also are going to name the media and employee entrance at the Spectrum Center as the Rick Bennell Media and Employee Entrance. Not as so three big yeah, things, big huge thing. things, award, annual scholarship, and something that you will always be reminded by from the Charlotte Hornets and the Spectrum Center, Rick Bennell. Um, three big time things that the Hornets are doing for somebody that was an institution here in the city of Charlotte ever since this beloved franchise came about in the late 80s. 
I can't say enough about this. You and I both had a pretty close relationship with Rick. He yeah. was somebody that cared about young journalism, about young journalists, and had the single biggest impact on my career as far as any outside member. Maybe not 7.30 the game because they gave me jobs and stuff like that, but just as far as anybody that I could look to who offered it constantly, we've given our eulogy to one Rick Bennell, and I, it's still pretty hard. Um, thought about him a lot here recently, and uh, for, for them to be able to do this, it, uh, it matters, and the Charlotte Hornets got this right. Yeah, I mean, quite honestly, this is like we're talking about a home game with the Charlotte Hornets. I'm not going to be there. I'm not ready to go back, and when I do go back, um, Rick's not going to be there, and that's going to be very, very, very weird. I love this for the organization, and you can have all your criticisms of the organization in terms of winning basketball games. That matters, I understand. But when it comes to the little things, the getting the little things right, oh my word. Yeah. I, I, like this is one of those where they got the little things right and they knock it out of the park. The little things in terms of dealing with customers and everything else like that. Again, the basketball side on it is a completely different discussion. But when you tell, t- talk about teams nailing the little things and being great to people, the people aspect, if you've learned nothing else from me, th- you've learned that the people aspect matters to me. I honestly think that this is one of the best things that they could have done in terms of the people aspect, and that's okay. And, I, I just, and, and it's awesome. Oh my God. Oh, I just, the, the way that they've been able to, the, the way that they were able to honor him in different facets of what he brought to the city. So here we are. Not, a, I, Look, I knew my relationship. I knew yours. I knew his relationship with other young writers that came through pretty frequently here, just even in my young time in the game. You know, if, if I'm basically getting started anywhere from like 2013 as an intern to 2016 as a full time employee at the radio station, you know, even with all of the writers that have come through the Charlotte Observer and have gone on to huge things. Think about Jordan Rodriguez. Think about Elena Getzenberg. Think about Marcel Louis Jacques. Think about Jonathan Jones. There are so many people that have moved on to bigger and better things. And Rick Bennell had such a big impact on their lives. This is not me suspecting that happened. This is them telling you on a public forum frequently how much that happened. And not again, it's just us, a couple of guys hosting the daily podcast. He interacted with us constantly. He gave us so much of his time every single week where he's telling us, hey, here's something that we can talk about constantly offering us content to give us that kind of time of day and to be texting us, to be hopping in our DMs and letting us know, hey, oh no, the jokes, the jokes, the the jokes are great too. I, I, I mean, look, it's 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 pretty tough. Like, look, I I, I hate doing this because because sometimes it feels weird when you it, it seems a little make it about me. And, and I want to avoid that at every single cost. But when you have that kind of interaction with someone who had that impact on your professional being and, yeah. and I, I can't I can't oversell that enough. He had a huge impact on my professional being to see the Hornets 
offer a scholarship, which I think is the coolest part about this. He would love that, right? Like yeah. you, you can, Rick doesn't want all of the attention on him. He doesn't want to be the story. I guarantee you though, looking back on it, Rick Bennell would love that there is a scholarship out there and, and, and maybe not that his name is on it, but he loves that there's $10,000 annually going to somebody trying to get in the business. And he probably would say they don't need to have the entrance named after me. That's too much. They don't need to have an award named after me, but I guarantee you he would love that $10,000 going to a journalism student every single year. Absolutely. He would love that. And it's funny because we talk about all the stuff that's gone on with Rick and everything else like that. Uh, there's a really good piece by Brendan Marks. That he yeah, today. please go read that. Please and, go read and you, that. And, and I hated to interrupt you. Just tip of the cap to Brendan Marks for being able to be vulnerable in that piece because it's really tough. And for him to share some of his moments that he had with Rick to actually focus on, here's what Rick Brock to, brought to the community, to everybody else looking to forward their career, but also to just how damn talented he was, which often gets mm -hmm. overlooked because of his generosity. Brendan mm -hmm. hit all of those pieces is extremely well checks all of the boxes off so please go read that in the athletic absolutely like that's going to be one of those things that i would highly go recommend reading if you didn't understand rick you didn't know rick the best way to understand rick is through that piece with with brendan like brendan's piece is really really good oh my god yeah um, so th th this one's for Rick, you know, the fact that we're going to go to the spectrum center and, and he's not going to be there for the first time. And I mean, forever. And yeah. I, I don't even, that's not even, uh, an exaggeration. That's not even a hyperbole for the first time in forever. Uh, it's going to be tough, but it's going to be great. And the Hornets are also going to have a moment of silence before tonight's game in honor of one Rick Bennell and Brendan in that piece. You know, he mentions how James Borrego and Mitch Kupchak went there. And again, you know, Borrego, this is his fourth year. Now, that's enough time to build a relationship with somebody that's covered the team for that long. But for both of them to go to the viewing with, with uh, of Rick, you know, it, it, it speaks volumes of what this organization is about behind the scenes. And you're right. Not absolutely. I, mean, I saw you say it and I couldn't agree more. They get those things all the way right. And uh, just wanted to make sure that we remember him on the debut of the 2021 2022 campaign against the Indiana Pacers. All right. Only the way we could do this is an awkward transition from talking about Rick <laughs> exactly. Bennell to deodorant to something to help your body odor. I think Rick would absolutely love this, though. He would, oh, no, he, he would, would. No, he would be laughing because he he's going to be like, us. these two would make this as awkward as possible. <laughs> and speaking of awkward, there's nothing more mm. awkward than sweat, sweat. And that's why I always recommend sweat block wipes. And it turns out now, like for the last couple of weeks I've been talking, but I've gotten a couple of people to reach out in my DMs about this, the sweat block. And they've, I've asked them a little bit, asked them to tell me a little bit, but there's this one teacher and he would be pitting out by fourth period in, in school. And he would hear the snickers and whispers to, from his students. And at some point he would just start bringing a second shirt. He no longer has to do that because of sweat block. All he's got to do is apply it a couple of times a week. He doesn't have to worry about pitting out. He doesn't have to worry about bringing another shirt. And there you go. I mean, if lets you stop excessive sweat for up to seven days per use. Doctor created, doctor remember, recommended. And dry shirts guaranteed. If sweat block does not keep you dry, you get your money back. And thus far, from what I've known, no one's really given, sweat block hasn't had to give money back. It's not just for armpits. It's for chest, back, feet, hands. Use it anywhere. And I do mean anywhere on that. 
So if mm-hmm. you or someone you are okay, yeah. if you <laughs> or someone anyway. you are care you care about is dealing with excessive sweat, you have to check out Sweatblock. Get it today for twenty percent off at sweatblock.com with promo code locked on or at Amazon or at CVS. It'll change your life. I promise. All right. All right, let's talk about Mitch Kupchak's comments ahead of the season coming up next on the Locked on Hornets podcast. This is Locked on Hornets. I don't like doing that unless, like, I am totally annoyed. I don't drop the big joker in spades or that early. I don't drop the big joker. I only do it when I am officially annoyed, and I don't want to have this conversation. And I'm going to be real honest with you, Walker. I, the last thing I want to be talking about at 10 at night is Blake Griffin and the possibility of him coming here. It's time for more of the Locked on Hornets podcast. Mitch Kupchak had media availability today ahead of tonight's game against the Indiana Pacers, and he gave the ultimatum just like every other player did. It's playoffs or bust this season. Mitch Kupchak says, I think we're more talented. I would expect uh, expect us to have a better season than we did last year. I know the bar publicly is a playoff spot. I think that's realistic. Not a, it is the very thing you did not want to hear coming <laughs> yeah. into this season. Oh. It is the very thing that Terry Rozier opened up media day with and everybody echoed that same type of feeling here you get it from the general manager in Mitch Kupchak I think that's realistic to be fair if I am going to truly evaluate this he is not going all in like the players are on saying this is going to be a playoff or bust season he does try to tiptoe around maybe a little bit with this playoff spot mandate saying I think that's realistic I know it's the goal publicly so I'll give you a little wiggle room there still he's talking about this as if the feeling is they should be getting in one of those top six spots, not the play in tournament where it's eight through 10 um, or seven through 10, excuse me, but one of those top six spots. What do you have to say about Mitch Kupchak saying some of the same things the players did? I thank him for making this easy. (laughs) I, I really do. I thank him. Thank you, Mitch, for making this easy because now you have eliminated any sort of context you have eliminated any sort of excuses. I, I granted injuries could happen and everything else like that. But if the goal is the playoffs, now I don't have to justify or throw context into anything. Now it's just if you make it, you make it. If you don't, you failed. It's very, very simple. I don't have to put on my cape. I don't have to be Bobby Bird to the Hornets James Brown. I am free, <laughs> baby. I am there you go. free. So thank you for freeing me. Genie is free. I am free now. It's a great job by you. I got to give you credit for being able to just flip this on everyone. Everybody thought they had you, but you're saying, no, you're mistaken. I'm actually free now because of what Mitch Kupchak said. Oh, yeah, no. Like, that's the thing. People don't seem to understand. I'm okay with, like, the expectations last year. They said publicly we were ahead of schedule, and that's where I defended them on. And that's okay. This year, oh, playoffs are a fair expectation? Okay, cool. I ain't got to hold this rope no more. I am about letting go and letting God, and I am about letting go of <laughs> things that do not suit me. And you know what doesn't suit me, Walker? You know What's what that? suit What doesn't suit me is basically defending this team for free. Or mm. I am not getting paid nearly enough to defend this team. I am not getting paid nearly enough to defend this team on context. So you know what we're going to do? We're just going to eliminate that because you know what? Mitch did that. So thank you, Mitch. I appreciate that. 
Yeah. Thank you, Mitch. I'm sure uh, he hears you. He's listening to this podcast and he appreciates your uh, your gratitude towards whatever he said earlier today. Some of the other things he said, he talked about the Miles Bridges contract extension and how that did not happen before the season. And by the way, just kind of going off of what Nick Carboni, there's a lot of people that are covering the Hornets. We appreciate all of that, but just kind of going off some of the tweets here. He tweeted at us. He's going to be listening to the episode released before the opener. Appreciate Nick for doing that. A Tegna team member, uh, but Nick said this. Yep, that's right. Home. Uh, He said he tweeted this out about what Mitch Kupchak said, quote, we love Miles Bridges. We did have conversations with his representative up until the last minute. The decision was made to wait and see how the season plays out and we'll approach it again in the spring. Nothing new, uh, nothing crazy that I I expected or didn't expect here. Right. Like this is exactly, um, you know, this seems like something that Mitch Kupchak would say if a deal didn't get done. And I have to imagine that they are going to wait till the end of the year and it's how it played out nada no it's absolutely how it played out and you know what it doesn't the funny thing about this is i think both sides think they're going to get a better deal at the end of the season and they're probably going to be right <laughs> at where they were <laughs> at the end of this yeah you're probably right like that's the funny part to this whole thing the more i think about it the more like um and it goes back to what i've said for the last couple of days miles bridges makes it on an all nba team that changes the money aspect. Miles Bridges doesn't make on a, any all NBA team or anything else like that. Then I don't see how his, this changes his money. He's not going to get McCall. He's not getting McCall Bridges money. McCall Bridges settling for what he did kind of put the screws to Miles Bridges. The only thing he gets at this point is an extra year. That's it at this point. So I feel like we're going to be basically here 21, 22. If he gets more than that, cool. Congratulations to Clutch Sports Media, Clutch Sports Agents. But at this point, I feel like we're going to be here basically at the same point at this point next summer. Yeah, I agree. I don't think it's going to change all that much. A couple of the other things that Mitch Kupchak did say about this team, uh, he did say that everybody should be good to go tonight. You know, we were a little worried about Terry Rozier after that ankle sprain. He was listed as probable heading in. Kelly Oubre was off entirely, which is great news. So Kelly Oubre, he'll mm-hmm. be able to go. Um, but Terry Rozier should be able to play after that sprain. And we thought maybe it could hinder him from maybe playing the first week. But again, looks like he's going to go tonight against the Indiana Pacers and not a the Hornets do not have a large margin for error nope. going into this season like if they are going to contend for the playoffs then Gordon Hayward's going to have to stay healthy Mitch Kupchak said that's part of the reason why they agreed to a deal with Kelly Oubre to try to counteract Gordon Hayward's lack of health. Also, just allowing him to take um, them taking some of the pressure off of Gordon, maybe giving him some vet days. And that's where Kelly will come in. And so, you know, they they realize that they do not have a large margin for error. And part of that is having everybody healthy. Certainly, Terry Rozier is a big part of that. He should be good to go tonight. And what's great, by the way, is that the Indiana Pacers, well, I shouldn't say what's great. Yeah. Actually, that makes me sound like a horrible person what will help the hornets <laughs> undoubtedly so <laughs> is that the pacers aren't exactly all that healthy picking up right where they uh, left off last season yeah that's true i mean no tj warren tonight um i do believe malcolm brogdon is going to play so there's that part of this but outside of that like i really do feel like this is a not very healthy team that is in a little bit of disarray now granted the one thing that I do kind of wonder about right now is how much does a guy like Ronald Norad help their staff? Because if there's anybody that knows this team really, really well, it'd be Ronald Norad, wouldn't it? 
And yes, it he's would. working on he's working on the Pacers staff as I think the lead assistant now at this point. And so there are some questions I have. Um, the health of the Pacers is is one of those things where it, this could be in anybody uh, takes this game. Also, Walker, Hornet killer himself, Doug McDermott in San Antonio. So I feel a little bit better about this game, you know? Yeah, I do too. Well, I mean, even TJ Warren, like they, they've accumulated a couple of Hornets killers. Doug became one last year yes, in the first quarter in the play in tournament. But TJ Warren, he had he had the one game, I think, like a couple of years ago where he didn't score that many points. But the other three contest, he didn't miss a shot and scored 30 to 40 every time out. Yeah, it was it was embarrassing. It's, it's bad. How, I, it was bad. Yeah, it, that's exactly what TJ Warren was able to do. All right, let's take a quick break. Come back, finish up on Mitch Kupchak's comments. Talk a little bit more about the season debut tonight, but not before I have a chance to talk to you about Built Bar. I finally got my new shipment. I went checked the Man. mailbox yesterday. No, Walker, Walker, Bil- Walker. <laughs> like, have can we talk about the flavors that they gave us for this one? Because hey, yeah, I mean, it's seasonal. It's seasonal now. Did you get the Did you get the uh, the pumpkin? Yes, tr- the, the, it was the pumpkin puff. I think is what they yes, call it. Was it was awesome. It was awesome. So light. They're crack. covered 100 chocolate. Seasonal. Getting me ready for Halloween with the pumpkin flavor. And the best part is, you guessed it, high in protein, high in fiber, low calories, low sugar. So it is a dessert that is healthy for you and gives you the energy. Built Bar is the official protein bar also of the U.S. track and field team. And you can go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. How many have you gone through so far, Nada? Um, They may be gone. I look that's impressive. I've gone through a couple, but I only had them for a day. So I only opened the box for a day. Yeah, no, 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 no. They, they may be gone like this. This 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 last drop. Oh, this was hitting. This was hitting. yeah. I mean, look, people people can roll their eyes if they want to sweat block. It's the real deal built bar. It's the real deal. We will cape for those sponsors for those products all day long here on the Lockdown Hornets podcast. We got one more segment to go before we finish it up coming up next on the Lockdown Hornets podcast. This is Locked on Hornets. Did you just, we got food at home, Alperine Sengun? You literally just, we We're got not food. going to McDonald's, Nada. We, we do. <laughs> right. Look, I, Eddie Murphy out here. I'm, I'm Eddie Murphy right now, okay? I'm telling you, we're going to chop up the green peppers. We're going to put it in the hamburger meat, and it's going to be good enough. It's time for more of the Locked on Hornets podcast. Bet online is the fastest and the easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball postseason, it's alive and well right now. The Atlanta Braves, boy, a tough loss for them last night, yeah. surrendering that three-run lead. Then eventually you would have Mookie Betts hit that double. Hopefully they can avoid what happened last year after a two-to-nothing lead they had in the NLCS. Football's in full, uh, I shouldn't say full swing like I should with baseball, but football, uh, maybe it's hitting right now. Maybe yeah. we can say that. Yeah. Maybe that can be the sports terminology that yeah. links. Either way, go to bet online, bet on some sports, head to the website, use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online. They're your online sports book experts. Not a, what is something else you want to see first and foremost when watching the Hornets take on the Indiana Pacers tonight, trying to avenge oh, the dreadful game? loss they experienced honestly, in the play in last year. Honestly, the big thing I, I would probably say is how well are you going to rebound? Because last I remember, this team got beat to you know what 
on the glass. Are you going to be able to defensively rebound? Are you going to be able to defend your man? Those are the only two things that matter to me. If one of those two things is improved on just just slightly improved, I feel like that's going to be the tone of the season. This team needs to be better defensively and on a rebounding play at a rebounding place or else they're not going to go far or else as Mitch Kupchak has said, this season is going to be a failure. So defensively, rebounding wise, they have to be better. They have to go into the season being better. They have to show that toughness. They have to show that competitive spirit. Have I used enough James Borrego buzzwords at this point? Because um, that, that's where I'm at right now. Yeah, you you need to talk about the pillars so you can yeah. complete your bingo card, and then you will have won the grand prize with all of the lucky charms that you have in front of you. For me, it goes to the backcourt rotation, Nada, because we know Lamelo is going to start, and we fully expect him to be that leading point guard. We know Ish Smith is going to get some time running the second unit. I want to see if they use Kelly Oubre in the backcourt. I also want to see what James Booknight looks like tonight. You know, the rookies are constantly somebody you're paying attention to heading into the season. And book night is no different here because again, they got rid of Devonte Graham and that trade with the Pelicans, except they didn't have a player come back that they decided to use. You know, they just waved West Wundu a couple of days ago. The big sweetener for that was getting that first round pick, a conditional one from the Pelicans. So they didn't get anything in return. James book night is that guy to step in. And remember, yeah. they also got rid of Malik Monk, of course, who just played last night for the Lakers. And so James book night being that guy, they're going to have to rely on. I want to see if Beret go wants to wean him into the season or if and if Cody Martin goes in there because Borrego's always trusted him has always called him their best defender is that somebody that they trust more so right off of the bat I think that's something I want to see and uh, just how much Mason Plumley plays at the center tonight compared to okay this isn't working let's just go with PJ and relinquish some size even b- because this is a lineup that works for us I think those are a couple of the things that I want to see tonight no no I could I can understand where you want to see that but like there's a lot of this that I don't feel confident about like I think Mason Plumley gets about 30 minutes tonight I think he should consider that I think considering that we're talking about Miles Turner and DeMontis Sabonis being there, I don't think you can afford not to like I don't think the PJ lineup works in this kind of matchup. I think it's going to be a matchup situation. It's going to have to be a matchup situation. Like you're going to have to throw in dare I say a Nick Richards. I don't see it I don't see a scenario where he can like especially against the bigger guys you have to kind of have to play Nick Richards and hope that he sinks or swims because using PJ like this in a non-closing situation doesn't necessarily help you know yeah I I I don't know if Nick Richards is going to get any time. I don't know if Borrego trusts him enough, but he certainly trusted him over a Vernon carry. And I know Mitch Kupchak talked a little bit about that today too, about those developing bigs. He seems to have the mindset of they're still developing and we could see more Greensboro time for Vernon carry. And we'll see if Nick Richards is just a guy they keep up on the squad because of how much time he got more than the former Duke product in, uh, in this preseason. All right, that'll do it. Nada, can we expect a Hornets game thread? tonight the first one since last season um i haven't decided i am okay. not like i said i'm tired of hearing people sound like me uh, on the radio shows and everything the next day so <laughs> um uh i just would prefer not to right now and we'll see 
We'll All right. I have a feeling you're going to do it. People Probably. want it. They want to hear from not of the scribe. Follow them on Twitter at not of the scribe. I'll be at the game tonight. We'll be there. So I'm excited to cover the Hornets from the Spectrum Center for the first time in a long time. Not I didn't go to the Spectrum Center at all last year because of COVID and just because of the new schedule that was taking place. There were a lot of reasons why I didn't go this year. I will be in attendance a lot more because vaccination, because of the COVID policies, because of a lot of different reasons, and I'm excited to go back to cover the Charlotte Hornets in person, watching these games live. It'll be my first time watching LaMelo play a meaningful game live, so really excited to go back there. You can follow me on Twitter at Walker Mail. Thanks again for joining us. We'll be back with you tomorrow to recap the first Hornets game of the season, and remember to tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of Locked On NBA, Hollinger and Duncan, or any show on the Locked On Podcast Network. Can't wait to be back with you tomorrow. <laughs>